0: As soon as you bill for those store materials, pay your suppliers. Yeah. That's going to get you a good working relationship with them. Right. If they send out product and then you pay them within 30, 45 days, they're going to love you. Okay. Next project, you know, we're going to give him good pricing. Mm -hmm. You do that again, your pricing may get a little better on the next project.
1: It's the Profit Big Radio Show. Welcome back to the Prophet Dig Radio Show. I'm Chris Work. I'm here with Jeff Spencer. What's up, Chris? Same old, same old stuff, Jeff. How about you? That's same. Well, good, good. I really, I'm a, I'm a creature of habit. Um, if things start changing up too much on me. I get a lot of anxiety. Yeah. You know, panic mode. You know. I try to stay even <laughs> if I can. But straight and steady. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> well, Jim, we were talking earlier. Um, you know. Business is booming, uh, which is awesome. Everybody seems to be back to work, getting stuff done. Something we haven't talked about recently, and I'm curious what that looks like today, is uh, the subs, the subcontractors out there. Um, Anything changing for these guys? Or
0: is it business as usual for them? Um, Well, I mean, the market's good for them. It went down too, you know. I mean, it's... Anybody in the construction business right now in Middle Tennessee is, is busy.
1: If you know what you're doing, you're busy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and when it comes to subs, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of it's like we were talking about earlier. You know, it's, you need to be prepared to use a sub. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, like, if I'm bidding a project and I bid it for my company and my guys to do it, well, I've got a certain amount of cost mm-hmm. plus my profit margin. Right. Well, if you don't get a sub involved up front, then you get awarded this job, you don't have the manpower to do it. So now you gotta sub it out. So now your sub's cost is gonna be primarily the, roughly the same as yours. Your cost? Yeah. That's not to make anything. Right. So when I call up my sub and say I need you to quote this job for me, then he gives me pricing back and he's right there where I am, then if you can't man the job, you have no choice but to give it to him. Well, at this point, he's doing it at your cost. So you're not making any money off of it, and there's a good chance you may lose some money on it. Yeah. Because he's got his set rate, you know, he's got to make just like mm-hmm. you've got yours. Absolutely. So right now in a busy market, if you're already maxed out on manpower, then future jobs you're bidding, I would recommend, you know, if you think you're going to sub them out to go ahead and get your sub involved in a bidding process – Take his price, and if you think he's high or whatever, you know, do a little negotiating with him. Mm-hmm. When he gives you his final numbers, then you put your markup on it and submit your bid. Yeah. If you get the job, then you know you're going to make money on it. If you don't get your job, then no harm, no foul. Move yeah. on to the next one. Yeah. But you know, it's very important if you're maxed out and know you're going to, have to use a sub, get pricing up front. Don't wait till the last minute to get pricing and then it costs you money.
1: What about the, the subs? I mean are, are they being caught on more than they were in the past? Is that impacting how they're they're bidding stuff right now? I mean, is it is it ultimately increasing? I'm you know, sure it is because you know, a
0: lot of subs, you know, they are they're maxed out just like just we like are. Just like you are, yeah. 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 So their prices is gonna increase and be upfront with your subs, you know, when you request pricing. So, hey. This job has the potential to start in 90 days, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. to make sure that they can they can do their portion of work in a time frame that's allotted. If not, you may have to search for another sub. Right. And, you know, if you've been in business for a while, you know, you're going to have a group of subs that you feel comfortable working with. Mm-hmm. So you start off with sub A, then go to B, then to C, so on and so forth, mm-hmm. until you finally get a manageable bid proposal you can turn in yeah. that's got a decent amount of profit you know, involved for you and your yeah. company.
1: We have an application Obviously called Profit Dig Right It makes it easy Uh To manage your Your bid proposals Yes You know you can organize them By project Um You can track your cost On a job Um If I'm a guy A contractor And let's just say I sub I don't know A very large percentage Of my work out Um do I still need an application like ProfitDig? Sure. To track my my cost. Sure. Okay.
0: And you know it's, you know regardless if you're bidding hard numbers for mm-hmm. your company, or if you're bidding with subcontractors involved, you know like ProfitDig, you know we have a spot allocated for our subcontractors, mm-hmm. and when you come up to unforeseens on a project, then your sub has got to submit a change order. Well. I have the contract with the GC, sub so has a contract with me. So mm-hmm. your subcontractor is submitting a change order to you. Well, I enter the subcontract cost, and then I put my markup on it, and then I submit that to the, the company we're working for. Mm-hmm. Well, then at that point, you know, I'm making money, and subs making money, and we've got an approved change order. But with ProfitDig, you can track that cost from start to finish. Start to
1: finish. So I can see the initial bid plus all my change orders yeah. and everything. Yeah, and then
0: there, you track right? your cost, you know, whatever it may be, you know. Your sub is X amount of dollars, so you know you can track that cost on your sub, and then whatever manpower you may have or whatever uh, cost you may have in house, you can enter that cost through our application as well, based off the original budget that you projected in the bid process. Sure. In which if you reach out to a sub, your sub is automatically included in that original bid process. Right. So you're tracking cost on him through your original bid as well as tracking cost through him on your change order. On the change order.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which makes total sense.
0: Yeah. Or it may be multiple change orders. You know, It may be eight or ten change orders in one project. Right. But there again, he's your sub, so he gives you a price. You put your markup on it, you submit it, and you either get approved or you don't. Right. Right. And then if it goes into negotiation, you know, you negotiate with your sub get the best price you can, then you go back with your markup on there and Mm -hmm. hopefully you can work out a deal.
1: Yeah, get the job. All right, let's say I'm working for someone else and I wanted to take the leap and go out on my own. Is now a good time to do that or would, would you recommend that I stay put and why?
0: Anytime that the market is good, it's a good time to take the leap. To go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: But that's going to be based on your knowledge. Sure. And right. And a lot of factors go yeah, into a lot of that. factors sure. go into sure. It. sure. But, you know, if I still you... I not know
1: if uncertainty and equipment, or not equipment, but uh, material prices and other things. But like you said, I guess we're all paying the same amount. So we all guess paying I really the same amount. You know, yeah. it
0: just depends on how good a relationship you have with your material suppliers. Sure. You know, if you're using your material suppliers to finance a job, there's a pretty good chance you're going to buy materials at a higher rate than I am. Question.
1: All right, so let's say I do have a relationship with a material guy, but this is through the company I work for. Does that relationship continue if I were to go out on my own, or is there a little bit of butterflies in the stomach of my rep because he he knows that, well, you know, I know that you know the, the, the industry, but this is your first time footing the bill, and you know, managing everything from, from beginning to end on the site.
0: Well, if you've got a good relationship built through the company you work for right now with your material suppliers, yeah. then I think your first initial project, they're going to work with you. They're going to give you like really good pricing Okay. To help you get started. Yeah. Now, how you handle that situation sure. is going to depend on what that material supplier does with you in the future projects. Right. So... You're having a good line of credit to operate off of. Okay. To where the main thing you want to do is get your material suppliers paid in a timely fashion because they, they're not there to finance your job. Sure. Every project you have, you have the opportunity to bid for store materials you, 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 or bill for store materials. As soon as you bill for those store materials, pay your suppliers. Yeah. That's going to get you a good working relationship with them. Right. If they send out product and then you pay them within 30, 45 days, they're going to love you. Okay Next project You know We're going to give him Good pricing mm-hmm. You do that again Your pricing may get a little better On the next project Okay And And same thing You know It's like you're bidding a project The GC's and the owners Are reaching out to you You're not the only one Bid on that project They're all going right. to get three, four, five Different bids Same thing with you When you're When you're dealing With material suppliers Don't just Put all your Your eggs in one basket Don't be focused on This one material supplier Ask for multiple quotes and then you can actually get your suppliers into like a bidding war, you know, like, hey, you know, you're beat, you know, do you want this job or not?
1: Right. Because right. they're not giving materials away. No, they're not so. giving them, no. <laughs>
0: and, you know, yeah. they, they have markup on them. And, and sure. your sales reps have a set amount to get paid every week, but they also work off commission. Right, Commission's so, the biggest and, part of their salary.
1: Yeah, and they don't want to give material No,
0: <laughs> So, you know, you've got to really be cautious. You know, you can hit them up some, but you don't want to yeah. get into their pocket. Right. Because right. if you're hitting your material suppliers up week after week, month after month, you know, they're going to get to the point where, you know, I can't make any money, you know, because he's always saying that, you know, I don't have good pricing. and Yeah. But, you know, you, they'd be
1: just better off without your business at right. all at that point.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. so you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a catch-22. You know, you've got to look at all three or four quotes you got there. And, and make a good decision. And if you got one supplier you like working with mm-hmm. more than others, then don't be afraid to say, hey, you know, you're a little bit high. I want to work with you. Can you do any better?
1: Right. Well,
0: it all makes sense.
1: Jeff, as always, appreciate you sharing your knowledge with us. Yes, sir, Chris. Enjoy and we'll be on. back again. Yep, same hey, here.
0: Check us out on YouTube, Facebook. Hit the like button. Check us out on our website, www.profitdeg.com. We're here to help any way we can, That's it. and everybody needs a job costing and estimating software. Check us out. <laughs>